Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without lead. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Greetings, football lovers. Happy Football Sunday. Welcome to Ball Chat. We're back. Welcome to Ball Chat Season Preview. My name is Ben Tan along with the family. Come on, Junior. Wagwan. Long time in the scene of family. Honest here. I feel good enough. I, I feel like a winner. I feel finally feel like a champion a little bit. New glasses, everything. So I'm back. What's up, people? Ball chat, new season. New season. Come on, are you still family? I'm here, here you know. I, I I I am I am here. Um not as happy as Junior, but I'm here. Coach Kadish Fisher joined us. How you doing, family? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a good day today. Why, all, all the Queen lovers and the, the supporters of England, uh, uh, Lady Lioness, is, is, that, is that the reason why you're having a good day? Kadish? Yes, man. I was, I, was, I was pulling for them to, to, to come through since the start of the, the Women's Euro. And I'm happy to see that, that they have been able to. To, to finally lift the trophy. And and funny enough, someone said that um it's 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 an a loss for Englishmen because they banned women's football for fifty years and then the women still end up winning a trophy before them. So <laughs> that was that was funny to me. Okay, okay, all right. We'll we'll get to the women's um <laughs> Uh, the Lioness victory and, and let Khadij and um, Junior take the floor as they are the fans that support that team. Football family, Ball Chat Podcast, we're back. As you can see, live and direct again. It's a fan-friendly show. If you're a fan of any team, this is a space for you. You can always come in and enjoy the discussion. It's a live, interactive show. We light a fire, a.k.a. we have a little banter, we have some fun. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's all about enjoying the sport that we love, which is football. Uh, we're going to review some of the major news in the world of football. We're going to discuss the UEFA European Championship vic victory by the Lioness. We're also going to get ready for EPL, the best league in, in the world football, as Junior would would say we're going to get ready for EPL predict and preview the EPL season getting ready to kick off on Friday as Arsenal take on um, Crystal Palace we'll get also get a look at the Scudetto and just have a little discussion about football club Barcelona and La Liga because football club Barcelona is moving like a scammer but we have <laughs> to start of course with the victory by um, the English woman in today's UEFA, um, UEFA European League champions um, title encounter. Uh, Junior, you walked lyrically about this victory. Your thoughts and I mean, how are you celebrating? You're on um, Kadish. You yeah, have I, a few I, minutes to celebrate your, your team's victory. I think it, I, I, um, fun and joke aside, I just, I just, sell, I just draw for England because you guys are on me for England. So I'm just sorry, I'm going to go with England. But um, I think this summer has been a summer for women's football and it's for women's football. I don't know if I want to call it a renaissance or an enlightening. And we're hoping to have Alex, Alexis Nunes from ESPN FC on one of these days. And one of the questions I have for her is, are you happy to be a part of the of the great awakening of women's football? Because, yeah, England kept off a, a successful women's football summer. Brazil win the Copa. America win, win, win the CONCACAF region. 
and England defeated Germany to the win. I think Germany was the better team. They played better. England just won an emotion and I think won on luck. And if anybody don't believe in home field advantage in football, watch England in this Euros. All right, Coach Kadish Fishley, all right, your thoughts on the victory by England. You said you've been supporting them in this tournament. Big moment for Rousseau and what? Stanley and the entire crew. Kelly with the goal at the end there. And take off your shirt, Kelly. Sorry. Take off your shirt. <laughs> right. Um, it, it, it was a big tournament. Um, and as Junior said, this was the summer for women's football because I was thinking back on it today, and as a women's football fan, I was able to watch um, the 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 African champion, the African championship, the Concacaf championship, the Copa America, um, the the South American championship, and the UEFA championship without having to search, um, scour the internet trying to find a feed. It was readily available and it, it it proves that like if you make it available people will watch it Pe people have been going out and watch it they broke records every game and they finally they had the the highest attendance record ever for for a final men or women at wembley people want to watch us so, so invest in in the women's game and and you'll see the fruition all right, all right. Uh, come on, your takeaway from this victory to the um, U.S. Uh, U.S. Um, England's victory. I was rooting for Germany. Um, Junior said that Germany played the better football. Um, they, they, I thought they were good, but I think over the entirety of the game, um, England dominated some portions as well as Germany dominated the portions. And already we know that possession don't win, win, win games. Um, goals really um, win games. And I was disappointed with Germany on their set pieces. I guess that's where they had issues. Um, I thought they were going to win because they were so dominant in qualifications. Um, they were unbeaten across eight games. They scored 45 goals. Um, and one was scored against them. So I really thought that they were, you know, the showings. Um, I really thought that it would be a Germany-France final. France disappoints um, me with a pretty football and no, and no finishing to back it up. I want to know, I want to ask Kadish, when do you think Wendy is going to retire or Wendy with her ear all out must continue to play for France um, until she has all that? What's her name for, my guy? Uh, or, uh, you know... So as old as she is. So um, I think France probably needs an infusion of talent because I think they need somebody who can score goals for them. Um, but I, I thought Germany had it. And for me, I think Beth Mead was the player of the tournament. Um, she, I think she, she's a top scorer. I think she scored six goals and had five assists, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so for England to have the player of the entire tournament, is a testament to their football. And I also wanted to touch something um, that Ian Wright quoted after USA beat Sweden. And I did not know that in England, the girls don't play PE. I, I never even did know that. The after girls USA aren't allowed Sweden? to play football. But USA, England um, beat Sweden. Okay. Why am I saying USA? England okay. beat Sweden. Okay. But like Ian me. Wright says, thanks. But Ian Wright says, if girls aren't allowed to play football, just like the boys in PE after this, 
what are we doing? We've got to make sure that they are able to play. If there's no legacy after this, what are we doing? So I never know that girl's going to play PE. I mean, like, it's just crazy. And you know how passionate Kadish and I, we are about um, the women's football. And this was good. 90,000 fans in Wembley watching a women's final. I mean, it's, it's, it's exceptional. So, and on ESPN at that, we never have a stream. When I asked Kadisha, we never have to search for it. It was readily available. All the games that we were able to see. So it's, it's, it's a good look. We like it. And as we said, Kadisha and I will be in Australia slash New Zealand for the Women's World Cup next year. So, you know, that just shows how invested we are in the women's game. Yes, yes. Big, big tournament. Um, successful tournament. The numbers seems to be very, very good. If you're a fan of women's football, or fan of football, period. Because football are played, doesn't matter who, um, the sex or whatever, football are rules. So I thought the overall the competition was, was entertaining. Personally, I wasn't supporting England, but I have to live with it. I mean, it's just so it go. I, I thought that um, France, yo, <laughs> France. And Kadish, um, before we move away from this, what should happen with this French team from your expert opinion? Um, position. Why? Why you are you are the one uh, football around here? I think I think the coach the the coach made a decision by not including two of their best players in Eugene Lasomir and Amadine Anwe. Amadine Anwe, who scored a wonderful goal in the final of the Champions League, and she decided to to leave her. So um. It's, it's, it's always the case with France, you know. There's an issue with player and coach. Coach decides that they're going to show their hand and, and leave certain players. And then you don't, you, don't, you don't do what you're supposed to do in the end. So at that point in time, I'll take a look at the coach. But France has, they have some very good players coming up. And I think what really hurt France was the injury to, to Katoto. But yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think when she came off injured and she had to be sent back home, I think that was where I said I don't think France is winning because they don't have that out and out striker to lead the line. All right, now, um, looking ahead, it's too early to to project, but watch Euro, watch US in the um, in, in the CONCACAF tournament here. Um, does any of these European teams? Um, at, on, on today's examination or during this assessment, during this tournament, are, do you see them measuring up to this U.S. team? Uh, yes, the okay. U.S. has regressed. And I've, I've heard uh, the different commentators saying this as well. I don't think this, this coach that the U.S. have, I don't think he's it. Okay, but they will not be able... Yeah, they will, they will not be able to to live with Germany or, or, or Sweden. We saw um, Germany, Sweden, England, and uh, there's another team, uh, and France. I don't think they'll be able to live up to them. They've, they've regressed completely. And, and it's, it, it, it's not a good look for the U.S. I don't think the U.S. are going to retain their title next year. All right. I hope Vlad, Vladko Adonoski is listening to Ball Chat and take, take the word of Kadish Fishley, wisely, Coach um, Kadish. Um, before we pivot and get to our EPL uh, preview, 
final overall assessment of the tournament from your eyes and, and from the family's eyes. I thought uh, Spain is a ball passing team, but between now and the World Cup, they need to figure out somebody who's going to put the ball in the back of the net. But overall, your assessment of the tournament seems like it's all positive takeaway from this tournament. It was, it was a great tournament. Um, I'm excited to see how certain teams build. Austria surprised me. Belgium surprised me. And let's not forget, I, I did not have Belgium leaving their group. And uh, to see them hold Sweden for so long in the quarterfinals, I, I'm excited to see where the development goes. And I was listening, uh, uh, the majority of those players are semi-professional players. So imagine if they should go pro full-time, what, what kind of team they would have. So I'm, I'm excited to see the development over the years. I, want, I need to see where Norway is going because Norway was the biggest disappointment of the tournament, in my opinion. Not even leaving the group. I, I did not expect that. I expected them to go far. And, and so we need to see where they go from here. And I think Sweden also needs a changing coach. I think he's, he's not been able to lead them um, over that finish line. Sweden has always been the, 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 the team coming in second. And he hasn't been able to change that. He wasn't able to change that for, for this tournament. So I guess we, we'll just have to see what happens over, over the, the next year. But I do think Sweden needs a changing coach. Yeah, and I couldn't let you leave without your thoughts on Brazil, Brazil's transition. Uh, of course, Brazil has uh, moved on past you know, the general herself, Marta. Now it's a Debinia Antonia's team. Your thoughts on Brazil and, I mean, is it too early to read, to put any lofty expectation on this Brazilian outfit, Copa American champions for the eighth time? I think, I think it's a bit early. Um, it's, I, I'm a, I'm a Marta fan. I'm a, like, Marta, Formiga, Chris, uh, Christi, Christian, those, I know I pronounced that name wrong. Those are the players who I looked up to when I started really watching women's football. And, but their time has come and, and gone. And I'm ex- excited to see how Brazil has, will develop over the next year. But I think it, it's, it's too early still to have these expectations from this team. Yeah, big up, big up. But like you said, um, as, as everyone has mentioned, it's been a summer of women's football. Big up to, to the African champions, of course. Big up to the African champions. We're looking forward to, um, to the African champions, the South American champions, the European champions. Getting ready for next year's World Cup along with the reggae girls. But we have no many months ahead before we look forward to, those, um, to that big tournament. So, Coach. Right. We know, you know, if you want to hang around for the men's, for, for Premier League preview, you can, you know, it's, it's always welcome. We're going to pivot to the EPL preview and get your thoughts. But, you know, if, you, if, if you're going to take a no. step away, you know, we'll talk yeah, to you un- un- Unfortunately, unfortunately, I, I couldn't do it today. But I hope, hopefully, I don't know, I think I can come next week Sunday and talk about the first weekend and games. You know, so so Ho- apparent that Chelsea people taking themselves away, but bless up yourself. Yeah, hopefully family. it will be a week. It will, it will be a good weekend for me. <laughs> Don't bless <laughs> up the people, family. Bless up yourself, okay? All right, all right, football family. Let's pivot to our EPL preview and get ready to start off at the top with the defending champions, Man City. 
Uh, first, let's start off with the Community Shield that took place uh, yesterday. Liverpool won the Community Shield. The fancy, fancy, fancy um, preseason friendly, but there seems to be a lot at stake in that game. Your thoughts on that Community Shield victory? Um, come on, and, and, and your thoughts on Liverpool? Um, Liverpool looked the better team. Um, Darwin Nunes, I think early on people were, you know, saying that he looked nervous or maybe it wasn't a good buy, but I think he shut them up yesterday. Um, some of those misses that Holland missed, you know, it's, it's mind boggling. And they, they, remind, they look like they were Sterling-esque. So oh, wait, no, I just, don't, don't. I, yes, 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 they were Sterling-esque. They were like, what is this, all of this junior's boy? And I just want to know what he, he thought about yesterday. Maybe he's going to say he was nervous, his pre-season pre jitters. And, and, and then, or maybe he was not getting the service that, you know, he expected that he would uh, have, have received. So, you know, when I say Sterling S, I hope Sterling leave all of that excitement over by Man City and bring him scoring boots over by Chelsea side. But yeah, we'll get to Liverpool look like the better team. I think Man City probably needs a defender or two. Um, you know, so it, it's just it's it's just it's gonna be interesting to see. But I think Liverpool was the better team. They were they were all round um footballers. Uh, Salah come up with him selfish ways, but I guess that's what we want in, in, in a striker, someone who is selfish. Um, but I think if the all the pieces click for Liverpool, I think they'll be title contenders or yeah, title contenders, not no or I think they'll be title contenders. Yeah, Junior, the fundamental question that you had going into yesterday's game was what? And did you get it answer coming out of yesterday's game? Um the only question I had was, was will City send a message? And the answer is no, they didn't send a message. Now, what is the purpose of the Community Shield? Every time, every Community Shield, when you look back at all the Community Shield games that the big teams played, when I talk Leicester, you had a year with Everton go on them little side. But when Manu, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, New City, Arsenal play Community Shield, they never play with their best level, right? Why? Because every year you have a team of transition. You have a big money signing come in, and that big money signing don't 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 get don't, don't hit the ground running as yet. Not making any I'm not making any excuse for City, but Man Liverpool lost one baller in Sadio Mane. City, not gonna say baller, but City lost Raheem Sterling. Zinchenko, Fernandinho. So they lost more players that they need to replace and, and coming into the Community Shield game. And it showed. Now, Haaland, God go with your brother, Cobb. I defended Haaland for 89 minutes. But he's going to miss the city at the end. Them sorry for that. But I think City is in, is in threat of having an identity crisis. I think Liverpool... Is, is is possibly going to be a more potent attacking team. I think Bobby Firmino might as well take off the number nine jersey from now. If I was Bobby, I would leave this transfer window because Jata, Nunes, Salah, I don't see place for Bobby. 
Yeah, man. Of course, Jota is out injured, still recovering from that uh, from uh, from that injury. So we don't know if he's gonna be available. All right, let's look when at him the forward back. Huh? When him forward back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I like Bobby Firmino. Let's all right. Let's continue our discussion on on the team that won yesterday. New new faces, you know, old faces in new places. Of course, Sadio Mane has moved on, um, and of course. That Liverpool team looks like they can go and get make another run at this title this year. You know, there's question marks about maybe the health of that 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 that, that midfield. You know, whether Jordan Henderson and Thiago can steer the course. Um, but I, I like what I saw yesterday from Liverpool. I, I I don't I don't think you let go of Sadio Mane and don't have enough coverage and confidence in what you have so i like what i saw from liverpool yesterday um and and big big team yesterday was a statement game for them um big things that you think liverpool need to address for you before the transfer window um close come on if anything before we go go um anything that liverpool still needs to address before this transfer window close I, I, I don't see it. I think they're covered when it comes to goalkeepers. They're covered when it comes to defenders. I think Trent probably needs to be taken down a notch, a pinch. Um, I, I think he is, I don't want to say overconfident, but I think he's a little bit too extra. Like, you know, the decisions that he, he made yesterday that he has been making in preseason, they're not like him. They're like, you know, like, him, like I think him thinking him job is secure. They kind of the foolishness and whatever. So I think when it comes to the midfield, I think Klopp has every position covered. If you talk about the position, it's a capable footballer. You know, like some teams where you say, ah, oh, like my side. I'm going to touch on my side too. I'm going to touch Chelsea. Okay, I'm just done with yeah, Liverpool. we'll get to Chelsea in a so, few minutes. So, so Liverpool, every position is covered. If it's not two good man deep covered, um, it's three. And it, it is it is a testament where you can rely on your bench, like you can take people off your bench and still have confidence in the coverage that you have. When it comes to up top, you lose money, but it's like you're bringing a plethora of strikers. Like anybody can put the ball at the back of the net for, um, for Liverpool. So I think they're covered. The only problem you might think about is injuries or if they're going to play two um many competitions because liverpool has a they don't have a big squad right overall because clubs say you don't want a youth squad but then when the injuries start to rack up them that's when you worry but for now with people healthy i think liverpool is in full position um to real the damage in the premier yeah um a big up to uh looking forward to see how fabio carvalho who is also one of um, a transfer that they picked up from Fulham goes about it. Bigger, looking forward to see how Harvey goes about it. He was playing quite well be before the injury and now he's back. And also looking forward to Luis Diaz, another year under his belt in this Liverpool thing, team. So Liverpool looking good, at, looking good at, as we get ready for the EPL. Let's step away from Liverpool. We're just going to touch the big horses and then... Talk about the new boys them I mean, a little bit, but new teams a little bit. But just go and touch the big big boys. Um, Man City, question marks. Junior said um, Zichenko is gone. I wouldn't consider Zichenko that valuable, but Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling, Fernandinho, three major pieces in my opinion. 
I am, we have uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Foden, and Jack Grealish in this image. How essential it is for these, for these three men to, 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 to perform for Man City this year. Uh, Jack Grealish, I don't... When you talk about good footballers, I don't know if Jack Grealish is supposed to be put in the same sentence. I, I, uh, there's nothing that he did last season that indicates that going to Manchester City was a good move for him. I mean, I, and, I, and I really don't see. Between Grealish and Mares, you scratch your head some of the time and you wonder, how are you guys considered good footballers? And I don't think, I don't think Pep will be able to rely on them as much. Um, what's his name? Calvin Phillips? Yeah, I Calvin think, Phillips. I picked up Calvin Phillips from Leeds. I see Calvin Phillips as a more pivotal or a more important piece to Manchester City than, than, than a Grealish. I, I just don't get it. I think if Kevin De Bruyne is, re remains healthy and he gets the service, I think he can um, be a good piece of Man City and help them, you know, help propel them. But when you talk about Mares and a Grealish, I just don't see where the contribution um, will, will, will rock up. And that's why I, I thought, you know, getting rid of silver, or I think you're going to be getting rid of silver, is, is, is foolhardy. Even though Man City came out to say, they never get them never get an offer fee, man, never offer him up. So um, it, it's just going to be interesting. Man City to me is, is, I think they're floundering, and I don't know why they would get rid of Raheem Sterling, unless Raheem says he doesn't want to be um, a fringe player for Man City. So um, regarding the Ryan Sterling move, uh, you know, uh, from what I see with that decision, you know, Ryan Sterling minutes declined last year, right? Per, per, prior to the previous year, he's also was entering his final year of his contract. So next year he could leave as a free. And so, I mean, Man City pretty much did the be best business that they put possibly could with a Raheem Sterling because Raheem probably still wants to be guaranteed an integral part of this team. You saw what Pep Guardiola is looking to do, have Jack Grealish on that left side who they committed a huge investment to. So Raheem, I'm big up to Raheem. Hey, for... yeah, I, I, that's why every day I'm, I believe Yaya and Yaya agent. <laughs> that's why I'm not going to the Champions League um, whatever. Because I'm like, not because, I, and, and everybody knows this, I am not a Raheem Sterling fan. I just don't think I just, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan, but I would choose a Ryan Sterling over Jack Grealish. I don't see, I don't see. And you probably get the production. Yes, Ryan missed him or whatever, but Jack Grealish did not show enough for me to say, all right, then he can get Ryan Sterling's job. I just don't understand. Yeah. Um, when it comes to pace, Ryan has the same pace. What is it? I guess Ryan probably after us roll along in socks and wear ankle socks, but. I just don't see. And yes, they, they did the best business, but he could have gotten a contract extension um, with, with, with Manchester City. And maybe based on the business that Chelsea has done, I really don't see them winning the EPL or maybe go, going all the way to Champions um, League when Man City, I think, has the better you know, chance. So, you know, I, I, I get Raheem, 
But I think Ryan should have stayed at Man City and, and, and fight for him, Ja, because Ja Giddy is just nah, not nah, we'll, we'll get to Chelsea in a second, but big up to Raheem, big up to Ryan. Yo, you go where you want it. We talk about Chelsea and Barcelona a little bit regarding players who want to go. You want players to want to go and stay with you. Don't fight for now. Pep has made his mind up on Grealish. Move on, brother. Um, Junior, question I don't have we don't have Haaland here because we know Haaland is gonna deliver. We know he's gonna score goals. So he scored and he missed an easy goal, yes. But we know he's a goal scorer, right? Bernardo Silva, there's word that Bernardo Silva could be potentially on the way out. Can Man City afford to let go Bernardo Silva, brother? Yes, because, all right, Pep, Pep's most successful team, we can argue, was with David Silva, right? And if you remember that David Silva side, they had Fernandinho, Yaya Torre last year. And you had Fernando, right? Right? So City, back then, when, when Pep first took over, City was a more hard-nosed, defensive-minded, hard-to-score, Mancini, um, fingerprint all over side. And then Pep come in and slowly transitioned City away from that to being the pretty kick-round kick football team. Well, guess what? A pretty kick-round football team has won Champions League. And Pep is trying to win the Champions League. So what Pep is trying to do right now, in my opinion, is reclaim the midfield the way he did with Yaya, with um, Fernandinho, young Fernandinho, and Fernando when he moved on from Yaya and was giving David Silva the space. Kevin De Bruyne is the new David Silva. Now, he might can't live up to the hype, but he is that new player. So you bring in a Kelvin Phillips, Rodri, and he'll show up the midfield. And as much as we want to talk about Sterling, Sterling is more like a, in, in NFL, I'm calling it a cap casualty. Your contract up next year, we're not going to renegotiate with your brother. Go on about your business. We'll have enough wingers. It's unfortunate if you had another year on him contract, Sterling would be there. So I think they are recreating that David Silva-Aguero combination by getting Haaland, and putting De Bruyne closer to Haaland and say, yo, just go up there and score a goal. We will control the ball right back. And I think, I really think City is will be best fight. But it's an identity crisis and it's going to be a test of Pep's coaching and his man management to change the mentality of the team. Because if you realize the second half of the game, when City was chasing the game, they changed the way they were playing. First half, it, the ball was going east to west. Second half, it started going not so Well, not. And they're trying to send Haaland in behind the defense. That is how City going to play by the end of the year. So good luck to any Champions League team who are going to chase a game with 70%, uh, City having 70% of the ball, plus having the ability to put the ball behind the defense. Good luck. All right. Getting ready for this Friday's kickoff at the EPL. Let's step to Chelsea. Question marks and more question marks. Raheem and Kalabali are the big transfer. Chelsea still in the marketplace. Um, come on, you, you are the Chelsea fan. It's been a bad summer by, by some. But, I mean, you still pick up two high-value transfers. I mean, what's the outlook for Chelsea coming into this season? Tuchel is asking for more, more players, but what's the outlook for your position? 
Ryan Sterling. Ryan Sterling is a high value transfer and Kolobali is a high value is a high value. Those are high value transfers. No because them pay so much money. Anyways, um Kolobali is a is a for me, we need him, right? Um Rudiger is gone. So we, we we need him. I I want to see what Ryan scoring first goal um the preseason. I want to see what how Raheem is going to fit into Titi's there, system. There will be um, no Raheem. There will be no Raheem bashing on today's show. And I'm, I'm done, not bashing Raheem. And, and I just done. want. I just want. I is there's no bashing of Raheem from me. I just. It's, it's, I'm just saying. I want to see how it's going to play out. If he's going to fit in the system. Um. I've, I've, for me, for me, I think Chelsea has not done good business in a transfer. Um, window. They're trying to get rid of Kepa. They're trying to send him to Napoli, I think, on a 12.5 million euro loan. They got the 18-year-old um, goalkeeper from Chicago. Yeah, Salini. So that, that, so that, so that goes to say that Kepa wants out. I don't blame him because he's not going to play. Um, you know, Mendy's going to be to, to be playing, and then. RV Leipzig is trying to get back Timo Werner. I bless that. I bless that 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 reunion. Go Timo. So we are back to Batsuai is <laughs> coming back. So that's for sure. Yes, we are void of ideas. We are out of ideas and are and we have not done good business. If we're going to say the entire market, the entire window, although the window not done yet, but majority of the window, we're only the sterling, only the Kobali. But if it, 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 I mean, like, we're going to get relegated. I don't remember. 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 I don't I don't I just don't see. I just, I just don't. I, I just don't. It's glass empty. Yeah, you see, already the glass is empty. I just don't. I just don't see where um, Chelsea has done good business, and I really hope that um, we go out and get more pieces to kind of fit the puzzle. Because um, Kai Havertz, he has good moments, but he's not consistent enough to be, you know, the person that leads the front line. Hudson um, Adoy, I don't know if he's going to go back on leave. I think on, on loan, or go out on loan, I mean, they've brought back Conor Gallagher. So, you know... It's just that, and I get it. Chelsea, we have players out there that can make three um, 23 player squads. So, yes, they have to probably go out there and get back some players for off loan. But we need one true world class number nine that will get the service and will score the goals for well, us. Well, well, and so therein lies the problem. All right. And, and so, big up to Ryan Sterling because I've been very critical of him over the years, but we have to make the stats support. Um, support some of the, the, the good work that he has done, you know, and, and Raheem Sterling, I saw this stat, this is um, courtesy of the BBC, Raheem Sterling has the most goals and assists since, since um, Pep Guardiola's arrival in Man City since 20, 2016. I mean, those, those are impressive return. I mean, impressive returns. Um, yes, you... in Man in Man in, in, in Man City squad. Yeah, so granted, yeah, but 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 no, granted, granted, it's a different okay. system. 
But one thing you definitely will get from Ryan Sterling, he will miss some chances, but he will work on both sides of the ball and he will score some chances. We saw the big <laughs> transfer Holland yesterday, Miss 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 Sita. So Ryan Sterling. Ryan Ryan Miss Sita. Let us let us let us let us let us, let us get off of Holland. I mean, like Ryan Miss Sita, and that and that is yes, my he thing. Has. Yes. So 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 is it to say that this is the end of the road for? Christian policy. I mean, like it should be. What it should be. It should be. And I don't want no American fans come send me a hate mail. I am sorry. Christian Pulisic is not that guy. Junior, come and chime in here because we need to move over from Chelsea. We don't, this is not a Chelsea show. But um, Christian Pulisic is not that guy. He got the number ten. Um, Chelsea has too much fat. AKA players who are not contributing that they need to get rid of. Mishibashai is one of them. Lukaku is on loan. And so Inter Milan might send him back next year. So they cannot go out and spend a big money on a striker. You have um, Kennedy still getting money. Emerson still getting money. Junior, what does Chelsea need to do this year to kind of just soften the land, the, the rough, the rough land, the rough patch you're going through? What, what, what I find funny is that we're talking about Chelsea like they are a struggling team that is struggling to make it to the Champions League. They are two years away are removed from winning the Champions League. This is a Champions League winning squad. The only thing that they need to do is, is, is find a sensible striker. What, what I think is more required right now is that this is how COVID has changed the landscape of football and football marketing. You see, before COVID, people people were hyping up. You remember the Jamie Vardy sweepstakes? You, 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 remember, you, you remember how Jamie Vardy was, was being pursued by Arsenal and blah, blah, blah? But as soon as COVID hit, all of a sudden, well, they have two sensible number nines with, with the market, in the market. Only two number nine, Haaland and Lewandowski. And if you don't get none of them, you're, you're, you're SOL. Darwin Nunes is a big question mark all of a sudden. That is what COVID has done to the market. Mr. Allard, we say, Chelsea, <laughs> you could have went and got Ivan Tony. Why Ivan Tony, who is a proven English goal scorer, couldn't come at Chelsea come to something? You have so many strikers out there. Now, Sterling probably can't him now. He's not a striker. He's not a number nine. But I am telling you guys this right now. I see Timo Werner having a big turnaround this year. And if, if Morag, Morag. But with Sterling, I see Werner getting a lot more. I see Chelsea going to play like how RB Leipzig played and uh, back, back with Werner. They're going to be high-pressing. Forget about the summer. I tell you this all the time. Summer football is meaningless football. Chelsea will be in the top three, guaranteed. All right, we'll get to keep keeping it running, keeping it running. We only have an hour show. Um, there's a lot of things you said that um, we could have debated about, but we're not going to debate it because we have to move on and get to other, other content. Um, but before we move away from Chelsea, how pivotal is Angola Conte's health to the success of Chelsea this season? It's not. It's not. It, okay, it's not. yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, last year, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. As, Kante has, I mean, come back. I, I, you know, I don't have age catching up with him, the injuries. But okay. last season, he was just not um, a factor. Okay. 
All right, so so you're cool with Kova playing in that role on Jorginho? No, the identity of Chelsea is changing. All right. Last year, Chelsea was a part of the bus side. With Sterling, you're not going to be a part of the bus side. Okay. You're not, okay. You're not going to be a keeper. With it's, but, it's not Sterling, but it's not Sterling at the coach. If the coach is a part of the bus, he has to part the bus. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, with, but if, you have, if you have Sterling and Werner playing together, this is going to be a high football. <laughs> All I know say, all I know say, the only thing team of Werner got rack up is offside calls. But I think um the transfer the transfer rumor is 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 strong. I mean, we've been here in a long time and I they're saying that team of Werner is unhappy and you can see it in his body language and he wants, you know, he wants to go back to RB Life, RB Life where he's a proven goal scorer. That the fans love him. It's not like you know he. So he's here. He's not scoring. He's not doing well. And I think at one point he was coming off the bench. So I I just don't know. Yes, maybe this is a new season. He may have the players who can support him. But I don't even I don't even see the improvement really in the midfield. It's just the same thing like last um season. So it's it's going to be interesting. I I am not really happy about myself. But we still have time. Yeah, we still have time. But and again. That financial situation, you have too many people out there who are eat food and not contribute. No, we'll get rid of some money. We'll get rid of team of something million. We have some we have money out there, man. Get rich politic. I think politic where I got to leave. I just think that we as I say you have to politic going to leave. Yeah, because they're saying right, but I'm saying Westin McKinney. But I'm saying Westin McKinney Westin McKinney was supposed to go somewhere, but he dislocated his shoulder. So he's out for months, so he's injured. Um, but they were talking about police moving, and if, if I mean like police, me move as well. It makes sense for him to go to another squad. So I think if he leaves, we will have that extra money. You get money, all right. And, 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 and Juna, Juna, you know, are you right too? Because I see where Ivan Tony would be a good fit for Chelsea. I really Perfect. see where he could link up with um Raheem Sterling and they can really do some damage but I don't understand the problem though is that you have Lukaku money already committed so you cannot just go for another striker and you don't know what happened with Lukaku money yet remember in fact Inter Milan as came as they are might send back Lukaku next year and say yo you can keep him and then you still have his money so you, so I understand I, just, I, I understand Lukaku going over there Lukaku going over there and I'm banging the goals them, and yes, they're going we to hope. keep him. We we're, not worried, we're not worried about him and his money. And he's going to be so it. happy. He's going to be so happy when I'm going to tell Chelsea, here what? Keep the money. Yeah, just I hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope for Chelsea's sake. Hey, Sean, right. Sean, 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 the time Chelsea start go down now, they do still have an okay squad, so it might not happen right now. The hottest team go in down, the summer. Let's Sean, move away from Chelsea. Sean, go down here. Where, where, where is Sean talking? Championship? Julia, we can get you all the comments in a second, but let's move move away from Chelsea to probably have to steam in, um, in the preseason Arsenal. And the one and only Mr. Gabriel Jesus has injected life in the steam. Arsenal fans are turned up online. They're excited <laughs> about the upcoming season. Family, I mean... What are the optimism? I mean, are you all as optimistic about Arsenal as the fan base? Are they overreacting as they normally do? 
Arsenal, they are the champions of preseason. That's are the champions of preseason. Take it down, take it down a, a, a smudging. But to, let us be fair. I like what I see from Jesus. I told somebody that if him don't score 20 goals this season, make it them $10. We <laughs> don't want to get nobody money. Yes, I like them all. Um, yeah, but I think I think when a player is happy and he has the freedom, because if you realize he's not in the box, he's like all over. And I see where um you know the the the, the, the um the coaches allow him to go when Wando, the, the him have the, the confidence around him with the teammates, them the fans are getting into it. So you see, he's comfortable, he's happy, and I and he's a he's a proven goal scorer. So we don't expect anything less. So when he scored the hat trick, was it yesterday? I think scored the yes, hat trick. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, when he scored the hat trick, you could tell that this is a man who will actually do damage in the Premier League. And I need Arsenal to understand that Jesus is one man, and I mean if you cut it out, because I'm still a look at stuff goalkeeper and run about now really strong. And the fact that they won some games in preseason, really. So, so all right, and we'll get to our prediction in a little bit. And Junior, we're gonna get to kind of keep the the recap, the assessment of these teams quickly, because we have Spurs and a couple other teams to talk about. You know, um, is Arsenal a Thomas party away, a Thomas party <laughs> absence away from issues, or if if we. We're not getting at the whole issues or allegations around Thomas, right? But if Thomas has to be out, we know injuries has been a problem for him in the past also, but if Thomas has to see time on the, on the bench or in the stands, is, are you guys okay with El Nene and Xhaka covering that, 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 that CDM role for them? They, they were last year. Okay. This year, this year they made the adjustments to the squad to okay. to, to to stomach at a lasting party. And if it's one thing that uh, would joke about about Arteta being Pep 2.0, I think Arteta is also taking a page out of Kante's Inter by having a bunch of desperate footballers on one team and bringing some players that have something to prove. Gabriel Jesus has something to yes, prove. Yes, yes. You know, you know, Zinchenko has something to prove. Now, you might say it's not a big ball. What are you saying, Jekka? No. No, who gets Zinchenko? Let them get Zinchenko. Uh, um, oh, it's Zinchenko, yes. They pick up Zinchenko, yes. yes. The left back, yeah. Yes, Zinchenko. So, so these are players that have something to prove, right? Manoa, yeah, they all say, oh, he's not a big baller. Fine, whatever. But them bring to the squad a form of desperation to say, I was a big baller, instead of coming in and say, yo, me a big baller. No, I was, I am a big baller, come here, we'll prove it. So this is the Inter Milan model, in my opinion, when they bring in a bunch of B-list players that played on an A-list side, and say, come out and prove it. And I think Arsenal is, is up for resurgence, top four is possible, but in the top three, I doubt it. All right, move, moving on. Staying with you, Junior. Uh, Manchester United. It's uh, you've assessed, you've watched the preseason a lot closely than the rest of us. A couple minutes. I mean, what do you expect this year? I know you said mid-table, but uh, what 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 is going on with the preseason landscape at Manchester United? I mean, ten hog ball is is that getting implemented? It is. Okay. And 
we're going we're going beat up some side and we're going <laughs> surprise we're going surprise some teams this year but but manu i, I can't see manu finishing above seventh no you have to speak range. you have to speak up when you're speaking about manchester United. yeah we can't yeah 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 i, 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 I said like from nine. I, I said i can't see manu finishing above seventh no <laughs> There, there is a rumor out there that they are preparing a 400, what, 400 million or 400,000 or million, whatever, whatever the weekly value is for, um, for Frankie, right? And they are willing to pay the 17 million that Barcelona owe Frankie. If Manu will get Frankie de, Frankie de Young and if them do something about um, Bruno, I can see Manu finishing fifth highest yeah. possible. So, so you guys gonna spend? So you picked up Martinez, and who else you picked up this so far in this window? Um, that's it, and Ericsson. Okay, and so you guys just gonna wait on Frankie Dion to figure out what he wanna do? Yeah. I wait. I Ronaldo decide um to tell Manu who is the rival team we want him. Come on, say there's a rival team that wants him. And Man, fine. you must name them price. And so can go. Not, so hold a second. So 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 them now finish above them. So so eight or nine or ten. If 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 we don't get Frankie <laughs> De Young and if we get the regular interest years, eight. But yeah. if if that, that's I, an improvement. I, Cause last week you said nine. So so something happened in preseason. The one one draw today. Why you move up from nine to eight? Yeah, come on. But then another banter. <laughs> I hey, I look here. I like I like this part of here though. I can't stand the one where God save the Queen singing all day. I can't stand the part where oh yes, all right, everything is working. I like this this part of you where contrite. I love it. So but, but, eight but, or nine. All right. Let me, tell, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. Remember this name, Garancha. Garancha. Remember that name. Just remember that name. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Junior, before we move away from Manchester United, Cristiano Ronaldo, will he steer the season or your prediction? Or he move on? No, this is Juventus 2.0. I'm leaving. I'm okay. leaving by, right. by, by, by the transfer deadline. All right. We're going we're gonna to wrap up and go to our prediction segment real quickly for the upcoming season. Um, Spurs, come on. I know you don't like them, but they have done great business in the offseason. Uh, Conte seems to be cooking up something. That, I mean, can this team get a trophy this year? Look here. If it's one thing them going to get, it's the most fit team. That's the trophy they might get, the most fit team. We saw in, in, in training, that man had those players running like, who oh, oh, dropped down like fly, who oh, need oxygen. <laughs> Conte is a madman. Um, but they've done good business and the ball is round. And I think if they have players that they don't that they, that they don't rely solely on, like you know, Spurs was always a Harry, um not Harry, when me am Harry Kane team, like everything went through Harry Kane. I think Conte is going to change that. And I think Tottenham is going to be a more rounded side. As I said, they're going to be fit. And he has brought in good pieces. So I really think that they have a chance to compete with the City and the, the Chelsea and the Manu United. I'm not competing with them and the Arsenal. So 
I, I think Conte um, is going to do some damage with Spurs um, this season. Okay. So the three new boys, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, are three new girls, whatever you want to call them. These are the three new teams this year. Uh, what do you expect from them? Of course, Fulham has Fulham been here before. Them. Fulham have got back them, and I, and I said all the time, the Premier League need to implement a rule. When Fulham wins the championship, take the team and come second. Because them come up, just to come take up space, and them go back down. And I don't, I don't think our Jamaican Hector, um, Michael Hector, is still with Fulham. I don't think so. I think the last time I saw he was telling them thanks. That's double check. Um, but Bournemouth, I expect Bournemouth to go back down with, with Fulham. Nottingham Forest has done good business. Um, what, 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 what the man you play anyway, Gunn, Nottingham Forest? Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Jesse has a point to prove. Um, and, and I mean, he's one of the highest paid players on Nottingham. So I think he can get his dancing in while playing good football. Um, but I think Nottingham Forest, they've been doing good, good business. So we're in the transfer window. They paid, wait there, they, I don't remember. Them buy one baller, or them want buy one baller for really poor money. So I think they're serious. <laughs> What, I think what, they're serious and I think they want statement. to They want to buy a ball of holy for money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but, but look here. Okay, so hold on. GTR, Nottingham Forest has, they have taken their summer spending beyond, beyond 85 million um, pounds after seeding a 12.7 million deal for Mangala from Stuttgart. So that, that is, the, is, is the 12th new arrival in Steve Cooper's side. So ah. this is showing that the side is interested, um, they're investing, and they're going to do well. Fulham not ready, and four motors well. So I think them two that go back down. Junior, um, your thoughts on the, on the three new boys, uh, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, and Bournemouth. You know, you Marco know, Silva led Fulham. You know, Nottingham Forest is, is more at threat, in my opinion. I'm sorry, come on. But... What made Nottingham Forest make it to the Premier League if you're bringing your highest paid baller in history and this time you're bringing new players, you might lose that identity. You might go out there and have some other things. Uh, who are Premier League side, no, you're not a Premier League team. So I really think Nottingham Forest, I think, I, think I think them really have a problem of getting them, 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 them body beat up bad this year. And I think Fulham, I think Fulham will survive. I don't know how. But Fulham will come right back down. And that's going to also get you on a goalie point loan. Dean Henderson is on loan. And um, and Wayne Hennessy, I like Wayne Hennessy from Burnley. Him, listen, Nottingham is serious. Fulham not ready. Fulham only want the pretty boy coach up on the sideline in a well-tailored suit. And that's it. They're not good. Them go back down. All right, Junior, let's get to our predictions uh, for this season. <laughs> Um, comments from the fans, um, Junior. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, um, Eraldo said, Gunnar's top three for sure. Oh, God. Lucien <laughs> said, leave, leave Ronaldo alone. Jeremy, and big up Jeremy, and Jeremy was asking, is he better than Rudiger? Talking about, um, Kulibaly. And I think Kulibaly yes. is better than Rudiger. Yes, I, 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 yes. Not only is he better, he's, um, 
mentally, he is, is smarter. His football IQ is way better than Rudiger. Rudiger only wants to get that people head. Him should be a psychologist. I reserve that statement. Jeremy, do we have... I'm going to say anything on my side. But you're... This is Sean's top four. And it's a change of order. So he has pool... Okay, all right, let's get to hold our on, predictions on. then. Box cover. Well, about Pool, Arsenal, Spurs, and City. All right. All right, but, come but on. Have, yo, but I have, have to look twice. Come here, wonder which team are first, if a City or Pool. All right. Like... <laughs> what, 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 what was that again? Pool, what? Pool, Arsenal, Arsenal. Spurs and City. So, I mean, it's Arsenal and City. I mean, I mean, come on. No, you have Arsenal too. Yeah, and then, okay, fine, fine. First, third, City, fourth. Okay. Heraldo, Heraldo has City. Heraldo says City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Brighton, Newcastle. Well, I, if well, I, anybody wants us a United. Well, I think I think Sean a bad mind City for letting go um Ryan Sterling. So he's that's that's <laughs> good right there. All right, come on. Your your picks. You who you got? Who you got? Who you got winning this thing? So, so, so for me, I have full city. Wait, Chelsea. wait, 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 let me get the logo up. Let me get this is come on. Come on, come on has Liverpool. Liverpool. So the banner there. Man City. Yes. All right. So yeah. So Liverpool, Liverpool, Man City, one. Chelsea. Chelsea do what? Chelsea third. We're gonna grind it out. Then we're gonna have Arsenal. Then we're gonna have Spurs. Then we're gonna have Manu. That's it. All right. So wait. Um let me make sure I get this get this going first before um so you have one, two, Liverpool and City. Junior, let me get your um, one and two first. City and Liverpool. You got City at uh, one? Yeah. Yeah, City City, City at one and um, Liverpool two. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and for me, I have City, I have, City, I have Liverpool one. Just like come on. And so come on, you said you have <laughs> you going with two now at three? Chelsea, of course. I wouldn't be a Chelsea fan. Then Arsenal. Chelsea in three and Arsenal in fourth. Chelsea mm-hmm. in three. That's interesting, Junior. I, I don't know if Chelsea can finish. That's a lot of questions about Chelsea, right? That's all. Um <laughs> I have Chelsea, Chelsea and Tottenham. You have Chelsea and Tottenham. Yep. All right. So Chelsea, I'm going with Chelsea and Tottenham too. I don't, I don't think Arsenal make it into the top four. I like what they're doing, um, but I don't see uh, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal making it in the top four. I, I see. Tottenham was okay, but they weren't that great versus Roma today. Um, the the question I have though is that. Is is this just a one-off? Does does Tottenham have to get everything they can this year? And and with the with the the, the, the discussions already around Harry Kane, um, you know, as 
Julian Nagelsmann of uh, uh, Bayern was speaking about um, uh, Harry Kane. So do they have to get everything they can this year out of this team? Yeah, hola, hola, hola. Hola. Before we add to that, Marlon, you're, you're Marlon now. Marlon's uh, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, West Ham. All right, so, mm -hmm. so Marlon has Chelsea in fifth. Yeah, and West Ham six. Okay. But Marlon, 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 bad mind. But mega agree with him with the West Ham, because West Ham consistently, consistently up there. For the past two seasons, they've been they've been one of the, the, the best teams in the in the whatever. But Marlon, you're a bad man when you put Chelsea down a fifth. Not with Ryan Sterling. Um Aston Villa. A big year for Aston Villa and and we know they're pushing up against the club. Big year for Aston Villa and Stevie G. They got Coutinho. I mean, Stevie G is under the microscope this year, right? Leon Bailey has had a, a fantastic preseason. Three goals in whatever. If he can remain healthy, he'll be an important part for Aston Villa. But uh, but it's a 38 game season and it's a level man team. So you call Coutinho, you call Bailey, cash is still there. Who them really bring in is the same team basically like last season. So Aston Villa, the, the best place for them is going to be 11th or 10th. So they took away the captain from um, Tyrone Mins, which was a huge improvement. I mean, that alone is a big. <laughs> I don't know because the fans are the fans are upset because the fans are saying that they love Mins. He gives a hundred percent. He speaks on the pitch. So, eh. All right. Um, final relegations. I have Aston Villa up, but who who you guys have has been relegated? Not that Aston Villa is gonna be up. Aston Villa now been relegated. So I got Everton, well, um, and, uh, Everton has been relegated. <laughs> hey, Everton, Everton, Bournemouth, and Fulham for me. So come on, has got Everton going down, Fulham, and Bournemouth. Junior, who do you have? Brentford, <laughs> Fulham. Brentford? And, yeah, uh, Brentford going. Because of Chris, the absence of Christian Eriksen? Brentford. Just trust me. The bees, the bees, the killer bees are going more than businesses. <laughs> Brentford, Fulham, and then the third team going to be a surprise. I don't know. So Brentford, Fulham, and you're not sure. And, and of course, I mean, things, a lot can change between now and, I mean, the transfer window. But um, Frank Lampard and Everton, does someone go in for Dominic Calvert-Lewin before this, this transfer window close? To do what? No. Yeah, no. to do what? No. It, it, <laughs> no. It's a year too, it's a year too late. He's, he's, another, he's another striker that probably a Chelsea could have taken a flyer on too. But Absolutely it, it, not. Manu would, Manu would do well with him. Nobody would have the Actually, yes. If, if we can rekindle that old cover, we, we, we would do well with it, of course. No, I don't think, I don't think um, um, Tushul is the man to reignite anybody's um, career. I think he needs a hot player. And and have the player be hot on them own, but I'm thinking him, 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 I think him, I think one of them will get the motive. He's like a um, my guy named Jose Moreno. You have to be hot. He's not no time to motivate you or, and groom you or, or nothing. You're in your in your out your out. Okay. So no. Uh, Mal so, so if Calvin was supposed to leave, he would have been, he would have leave already when they were run down. Um, I mean, 
Calvin Phillips or whatever, them that run, them that run him down. But no. Marland says his relegation is Fulham, Boardmouth, and Leeds. Duchesne says Newcastle and Fulham. Newcastle. <laughs> you need three. You only give it two. One more. Newcastle. You know that third team is always. That third team is always a surprise. Yeah. Uh, like... Everton. And if it's Everton, we, we won't be surprised because the preseason was awful, was terrible. Preseason football is meaningless. The only thing you take out of yeah, preseason. Everton look good, but 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 they can tell Junior say Everton, Everton is missing something. It's it's, it's something missing. Transfer window. Is something? They're missing a game against Chelsea. Right. <laughs> and 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 speaking of game against Chelsea, they'll play Chelsea this Saturday. So EPL kicks off this Saturday. Crystal uh, well this Friday. Crystal Palace versus Big Bad Arsenal. Um, is a open um, on Friday. Big, big, big year again for um, the one Mr. Patrick Vieira and Crystal Palace. Looking to see forward to see is easy how how he grows. Um, on Saturday the feature match is Chelsea versus Everton. So Chelsea Chelsea gets an easy easy team on Saturday. Um, and on the feature I match on the, Sunday. I don't, I don't see the always beat me. Look at easy dibby dibby team them. And they've got two to two with all a, a man you and a, and a man city and a pool. But we'll make Everton and a Nottingham Forest and a bone mud kick me up. Give me a six. Now that is big year for Zaha too. He has to be the leader, the face of Crystal Palace and they have to do better. My prediction hey. is 4-1 Arsenal. Yo, um, let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you something. Yeah, Julian. You see, you see that you see that Friday game? All Arsenal fans, you know, listen, it's so important. Because remember what happened last year. Remember last year, Brentford kick up Arsenal for, for, as a curtain <laughs> raiser for Premier League. You remember? Yeah. And mm. it sent Arsenal back a month. I think Arsenal going to send a message Friday. And Pat, Patrick Vieira, the old captain, hey, if they get up, if I get a piece of beat on Friday, it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ultimately, mine you want make, Hey, 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 mine and make, mine and make, mine and make around the tonight. Because, you know, him, him, him excited caprices and got the way he wanted. So, him excited. So, but talk about that too. I also wanted to touch on the point where um, they can't, the captains cannot agree on kneeling before the games. So, they may. Get rid of that. Yeah, yeah, get rid of it. I, I say get rid of it. And mm. and and I honestly, and as a black as a black man, and I'm not speaking for every black people. Those you see, you see those symbols of um of fighting against racism. It 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 was more effective in its infancy. No, it just no, it's just something. No, it is something. It's empty. Let me show you something. Back in the day, there, uh, there was a time in old time football when the referee used to go like this to the keeper. I go like this to the keeper again, right? And before him blow him whistle, don't it? And I guarantee you ask a million people, what is the purpose of the referee going so and going so before him blowing the whistle? I guarantee 90% of the people won't, won't be able to give you the right answer. And I, I, I am worried that this symbolism of kneeling before the game is going to go the same way. It just will become like it's a common, it's empty and it's meaningless. It's just, it's, 
yeah, it, we don't have the time, but there's a story about defense in, in information systems. Look up the story of defense. We tell you about it next week. That, that, that's our, our, our cue so, for next week. So, Jonah, why the referee did this and the referee did this? I, I am one of the million people when I go door. But uh, first of all, I did for all of my games. I make yeah. sure before the before the games kick off, before I blow yeah. my whistle for the, the ball to be rolled, I want to make sure that the goalkeeper is ready and aware on his line that re that, because from the kickoff you can score the goal so i want right. to make sure that the goalkeeper gets a, a fair chance so <laughs> that's why we do it but i do it for people, all my games but how much people know that yeah well that's true well no, guess so what everybody watching everybody watching ball chat today just learn that I did for my games, most of my referees that I referee will do it. And the reason why is to make sure that the goalkeepers on both ends are ready before I blow my whistle. Because sometimes yeah. them down there look up in the nice sky and I fix them net and them gloves and whatever. And we want to make sure that they know that the game is going to start. The Gabriel Jesusa era at Arsenal begins on Friday. We are, we are nine minutes over, approaching ten minutes over. I mean, of course, family is, is, is just the first show. We won't touch La Liga today. We won't touch Scudetta. Those teams, those leagues will kick off on the weekend of the 12th. Uh, Bayern Munich and Bundesliga kick off this weekend. So we don't really care about that. At least I don't really care. Our is first goal. Oh, oh, oh. Before we go, it was so funny. I don't know if you saw where in the Bayern Munich game where there was a foul and the, 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 the guy put the ball, but he rolled the ball on the line and he allowed the Bayern Munich guy to pick it up with his hand and it was a handball. I don't know if it was intentional or it was an oversight, but anyway, I like it. It's not unsportsmanlike, it's gamemanship. You are the footballer so that the ball is still on the line, never crossed the line, and you pick it up, handball. He's an idiot. I forgot to play um rec game. Yeah, Danny Almo of... um. Of uh, Leipzig did it against, you know, return the ball, but just put it on the line like it's out. You is it unsportsmanlike? You no, thought it was unsportsmanlike? It's not. Return the brother should I kick your ball instead of take you up with the hands. Um, um, Junior and come on, the big game on Sunday is Man City versus West Ham in the EPL. Sticking to the EPL, uh, West Ham Skamaka moves in now uh big transfer from uh from uh italy from susulo you guys expect michael antonio's numbers to be affected uh minutes to be affected here with the addition yeah. uh, will they go two strikers i don't know about two striker but i don't think his number i don't i think michael antonio is still the man Okay. Until he decides he doesn't want to be the man because his production has not fallen. Okay. I mean, like he produces for West Ham. All right. Like so you, you expect him? I mean, I guess, I guess from an injury perspective. They said Jonah, him, 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 there's them number. Him better come Rob, coach Jamaica. Rob the man go link the girl on a back road. It hasn't been the same. All right. <laughs> All right, football family. Um, West Ham. Um, oh, wait, before. Yes, go ahead. Before we go. Um, CONCACAF U15 Championship, they started today. Jamaica is in the group with Canada, USA, and Puerto Rico. Um, all teams are, I think it's a round robin, it's a group stage and round robin um, kind of situation where every team is guaranteed at least four games. Um, so Jamaica is in the competition and we kick off tomorrow. So if you can find a way to watch it, I'm not sure 
if it's on Kakakav YouTube, um, but be sure to watch and support the young U15 reggae girls in the U15 um, Kakakav competition. Starts tomorrow for us. All right, fair enough. U U15 football, girls football. Uh, Junior, any comments about highlight before we go, my yard, brother? Uh, Sean said Vera did outcoach Arteta last season, so that game will go down to coaching on Friday. If Arteta can correct his mistakes he made against Crystal Palace on Friday, it will show his intention of improvement. Um, Marlon also said Everton and Southampton will be down there too for relegation. And he said, we, as in Arsenal, weren't prepared back then for game one against Brentford last year. So the Arsenal fans um, definitely are more optimistic. We will see Sunday. So Arsenal cannot, after what happened last year, Arsenal cannot, cannot go to Selhurst Park this, um, this th Friday and get, get caught flat-footed, right? They cannot. Right, I, that, I agree. And that's why I think I'm going to set up. I think I'm clear. Miss. I think Arsenal is going to start the season hot. Yeah. And then tail off in the end. Yeah. They cannot. Mm -hmm. um, football family, appreciate you joining us. Those of you who are new, this is Ball Chat. The way we do it, we chop it up. We discuss football every Sunday, 5 p.m. This is the first for this season's um, edition of, 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 uh, of Ball Chat. So join us again next week, Sunday. Keep the comments running in. Subscribe to the channel. If you like the content, you're also always welcome to join in. We'll open the phone line someday. So, you know, um, come on. And Junior, it's, it's great to see you guys again. And again, in a runoff in a mouth and talk too long. <laughs> hey, by the way, come on. <laughs> yes. All right, you know what? Off here, off here. All right, later. <laughs> football family we're on um, Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast we're on Twitter at Ball Chat 1 we're on Facebook at Ball Chat you can listen to the podcast version of the show wherever you listen to our podcast those of you who are in the UK the show will be on streams what? streams, streams FM. FM yeah big up to the streams FM family in the UK the show will hear on streams FM Thank everyone for joining us. Yo, come on, Junior. We're gone. Are we are now. Later.